0: Hello there, welcome to the Transformation Code Podcast. It's that time again where Kat and I get together and we talk about all things to do with mindset, with overcoming challenges, with lifestyle, with exercise and nutrition. And today we're going to be approaching things from the exercise point of view. So my name is Tommy. I am one half of this podcast. The other half is the awesome Kat Miller. Kat, how are you today?
1: Hey, I'm really great. How are you going,
0: Tommy? Really good, thank you. I'm very excited about this podcast today because we are going to be talking about something that is so hot right now. It is the way to train lots of people around the gym, in, in gyms all around the world, training with what we refer to as HIT training. H-I-I-T training. Now, we've been talking about this, you know, off air, uh, something that we both do, isn't it?
1: Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, love
0: it, and it's something that we're very excited about um, discussing today because there there are a few suggestions of workouts that we're going to be sharing with you. Um, we're also going to be breaking it down actually. Talking to you about what HIT training is, and when we say HIT training, it's H I I T, two I's. Um, it's a, obviously it's an acronym, and we're going to explain what that is in just a second. So, HIT training is what it's all about today. If you're looking for kick-ass workouts, if you're looking to burn calories and tap into your fat stores while shaping your body, then HIT training is a way to do that. We're going to we're going to divulge, we're going to dive right in now and explain how. Uh, we're going to also talk about um, what it actually stands for, and that's the first thing that we're going to go into here, isn't it?
1: Yeah, so HIT training um, became popular a few years back. Yeah. Um, so it's it's basically high intensity interval training is what it stands for, and a lot of people just call it HIT now because
0: um, they're cool kids. So they just break it down.
1: Yeah.
0: Going going <laughs> exactly. to the gym to do my HIT training.
1: HIT training, it's HIT. it. So it's it's high intensity. Usually over 80% of your max, max heart rate, um, or anywhere really 70 plus, but within that there's lots of different variables, which we'll talk about today. But it it first made its appearance on the number one position in the Worldwide Survey of Fitness Trends uh, in 2014, Mm -hmm. but it was gaining popularity before that and CrossFit boxes popping up and a lot of Tabata classes coming into gyms. Yep. And, you know, high-intensity classes coming in. And at Phylex, uh, the, the convention that I've just recently been to, uh, Les Mills, has got a new 30-minute 30, 30 one as well. Yep. Um. But, yeah, I mean, gyms all over the world for years have, have been jumping on the bandwagon. um, And it's just getting really, really popular. It still seems to be uh, the personal trainer's dream because we can... <laughs> cut people's workouts down and one of the biggest objections to people working out is is time yeah so yes it's tough and it's grueling but it's short so
0: it's this over is why quickly. it's
1: appealed. yeah it's what sorry
0: it's over quick yeah it's um <laughs> it's 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 something that you know people have less time apparently these days um it tends to be something uh, that's very precious time um and also, I went on because I'm um, I'm a Les Mills trainer and presenter, and and some of the training that we get um, is about how the market trends are moving. And there's there's this whole research panel behind just the why hit training is is a winner. Really, um, now I'm not talking about the physical benefits here, because we're going to go into that, but but rather the attention span of people. Now, hit training as a concept is is generally a short-term thing. As we said, it's like 20, maybe even 10, 20 minutes, maybe even 30 minutes. And um, and it satisfies the shorter attention spans among us. So hopefully can increase the amount of participation over the general population. Um, the millennial market, which are people of uh, that were born, you know, in the 80s and 90s tend to be they just want to get their workout done quick. They tend to have less kind of time to focus on an hour. Perhaps they just want to go in and know that it's only going to be a short one and get out knowing that they've (coughs) worked hard. So that's, um, another kind of angle as to why HIIT training is very popular at the moment.
1: Mm. Yeah, for sure. And I see this with my students, um, because they're often generation Y or Z and their attention span is definitely a lot shorter. And I do have, um, Mature age students as well, and they um, are definitely different in terms of listening. So I've got to use all sorts of modality to keep them, keep them, you know, um, engaged. Yeah. And I think this is a, another reason why it's become so popular. And also, I mean, I've been looking at different classes recently. I joined fitness first, and I mainly joined it to force me to make sure I do yoga every week. Hmm. But I've been loving body attack and combat and some of those classes that I used to do a lot back in the day. Yeah. And I've been looking at the timetable and actually choosing ones that are 45 minutes over the hour, and I'm thinking, isn't this interesting, like, oh, 45 instead of 60, Um, this perceived um, idea that we have less time, which we don't, it's just how we spend it, but, yeah, no surprises that people love anything that's going to cut their workout time down. Yeah. Uh, There has been some problems with that, and I've read some research recently about, uh, because Back at, I mean, one of the main guys that started researching this, uh, I think it was around 2005, um, was a guy, uh, Dr. Martin Gabala, and he he first suggested that you could do like six minutes a week of ultra-intense exercise, and so um, a lot of people were skeptical about that, but, you know, really, you have to, if you're going to do it that short, it has to be really intense, like Mm -hmm. crazy intense. So... Yeah, this kind of appealed to people who, you know, it's like on those infomercials where you can go, you can get abs in six minutes a day. And, yeah, six-minute uh, abs. <laughs> yeah, you can what's, buy into those.
0: You know what's better than six-minute abs?
1: <laughs> Five-minute
0: abs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like it's appealing to our, you know, quick-fix mentality and I want it now and I don't want to wait. So, yeah, we've we've got to be careful that we don't get this mentality that you can just cut it cut it down and it's still going to be enough yeah. because the more you cut your time down, the more you have to increase your intensity because you have this complex interaction between like the amount of time you go for and the intensity because it's gotta match up. Yeah. And so people are trying you know, they're cutting right back down on the actual time exercise and some people end up burning less calories. Even the calories that you burn after the workout, yeah. um, people get this false conception that um, this false idea that they're burning a lot more calories in the week, and sometimes it's easy to buy into the claims that oh my gosh I'm going to shred body fat like crazy, and sometimes that doesn't happen, and people are, are left disappointed.
0: Yeah, so we've it's evolved on since then, and, and now we have some more structure behind more sort of um, practical gym use of HIIT training.
1: Yeah, it kind of was a little bit random for a while, and random can be good in terms of shocking the body, like from a psychological level, but also you know to help you push through plateaus. But just random all the time without any kind of intelligence behind the, the planning and programming, um, you know, we, we've got a brain for a reason, and if you just kind of like, oh, I'll just see what I feel like. Um, as opposed to sitting down and putting some intelligent um, thought around the structure of how you're going to program. Because if you think about it, like self selected rest in something like CrossFit or F45, or uh, sorry, not F45, um, kind of boot camp classes where you, you're doing like a round for time and yeah. you can select when you rest, that can. That, can be a good and a bad thing like it can be that you've got the social pressure so it pushes you to go yeah. harder um but it also can can mean that you're not listening to your body because of that as well so yeah it's more complex than meets the eye i think
0: yeah so how can we how can we discuss it today in a way that people will be able to leave knowing a little bit more about not just you know what hit training actually is but how to do it in, a, in the most effective way
1: yeah, great question. So in terms of like we just want to cover why you would do it and then we'll talk about the how and, cool. and really get meaty on how to do it. So it became popular, um, like we said, because of the shorter attention span um, because it's it can be kind of easily modified for a lot of people of different fitness levels and, yeah. um, and a lot of it comes down to uh, everyone working at their own level. So you may... Um, feel that you're going 8, 9, 10 out of 10 and you can do it as like a perceived rate of exertion or you may actually do it based on your maximum heart rate which is based on, on your age so it, it is really open for a wide population of people uh, it can be performed in, in all sorts of modes, you know in terms of like cycling, swimming um, sprinting, all the different machines and then body weight exercise as well and mm-hmm. uh, then the, one of the main benefits is that it tends to burn a lot more calories after the workout. So we call this post-exercise period EPOC, which is ex, excess post-exercise oxygen consumption. Mm-hmm. Basically meaning the, the period after an exercise bout when the body is restoring itself back to its pre-exercise levels um, – that's burn is still consuming a lot of calories, and so often with steady state, particularly very low intensity steady state cardio, the calories almost stop as soon as you stop. Um, but when you do hit training, the calories keep churning through because you know when you do it, Tommy, do you feel that massive kind of heat and like rush afterwards, and you it almost takes quite a long time to recover from it.
0: Yeah, I call it uh, being thermal.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> like
0: it's like you're glowing
1: oh yeah you don't look pretty <laughs> and it and
0: it lasts and like that feeling sits there consciously for 45 to you know 60 minutes but then but then in your body you're still burning calories aren't you because it, it does last longer when you hit that intensity
1: yeah and the higher the intensity you hit the longer your epoch will be so the goal is to you know hit those high intensity um bouts over and over and over and it's going to really um, project your calories way into the future, which, is, which nice. is pretty cool. And They actually did a study on one group of people who did, uh, this was done on resistance training, but they did a bench press, I heard about this at Phylex a couple of years ago, they did a bench press of power clean and a squat, they did four sets, I think it was, um, with two minutes in between, and these guys were going at their max, and they got nearly thirty-seven hours of epoch. Wow! So they measured it. So it was these massive movements, you know, bench press, power clean, and squat. A big, they involve a lot of muscles. So the epoch was crazy long.
0: Yeah, I can kind of get that because sometimes I train like that without even intending to, and I, I, I do find that after a couple of weeks, I start to to notice significant gains and changes when I consciously thinking my, my um, workouts are maybe a bit too short or there's not enough stuff involved but actually um, it does work
1: yeah it definitely works it's I've seen some really cool results with clients getting leaner like uh, around their middle where they've said that it's stubborn fat like these are just anecdotally like I've yeah. seen it but um, they've said that they've tried so many things to shift this this fat around their waist, around their belly, and, and it wasn't until they started really going intense that it started shifting, and they didn't necessarily adjust their calorie intake. Yeah. So it was just this crazy amount of output that they're doing week after week. And because you get with the epoch, it's basically an afterburn. It's uh, referred to as an afterburn. It's uh, calories you know, really churning out – and it's not going to just be one session. Like you've got to, it's it's over time, it starts to add up and make a difference. But if you do aerobic training, you get about 40 to 60 minutes of EPOC. Mm-hmm. And if you do, um, with, to get the most EPOC, you really want to train as long as you can. And they say um, that 20 to 30 minutes is fine. But even pushing it up to 40, even with a just a slightly lower um Maybe not necessarily lower intensity, but maybe um, a different ratio and the way you've done set up your work to rest ratios, uh, you will get a lot more um, EPOC. But definitely, you want to go at seventy percent plus mm-hmm. um, to get that afterburn. So, if you work at your max heart rate, which is two hundred and twenty minus your age, and then yeah, if you got to go for at least seventy of percent of that,
0: yeah. And and then recover, keeping an eye on your heart rate when you recover.
1: Yeah, uh, I like to have a range, so I, I get it up to the top of my range, and then I wait till it comes down to a certain number, and then I, then I go again. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do it, and we'll we'll talk about that in the, and um, how to do it. But one way is to just kind of. Yeah, like you said, just wait till your heart rate gets to a certain level and then go again and actually just do it on feel okay. rather than time. Yeah. Yeah, so if you've got a heart rate monitor, it's quite cool to, yeah, to do that. And I used to set it up so it would beep, so I wouldn't have to keep looking at it. Nice. And it would just beep and I'd go. It was it was cool. It's really fun.
0: Yeah, so that, I've never done that before. But that's, that that would be quite interesting for, for those of you that are out there listening that would want to try something different. Go by the heart rate because the time will be unpredictable and and it's probably something that you wouldn't have done much of your much of.
1: Yeah, it's actually really interesting. Like I used to do this comparison where I'd uh, I think it was like 180 was my top and 140 was my bottom, something like that. I haven't done it for a while, but I'd wait till it would get to 140 and I'd go again, and then I'd look at my watch to see the time. So see how long it would take me to get to 140 Yeah. and then after doing this is when I did sprints after doing a certain amount um my heart rate just wouldn't get down to 140 it was just like <laughs> it was stay up stay up stay up and it was getting longer and longer um that I would be yeah the, the rest periods were getting longer and longer so I'd sprint to the end of the field and then start walking back mm-hmm. and then as soon as I got to 140 I'd just go again nice and, yeah, after a while, it just wouldn't go back to 140. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so it's interesting. And then you can track that. I mean, I love logging stuff. I'm a bit of a geek that way. Like, I love just tracking it and, and trying to improve and, like, looking at the numbers. I think it's really motivating.
0: Yeah. So if you – if and, and we're are we going to go on to talk about other ways in, in the how – um
1: yeah should we do that now do you want to share some of the ways that you do it with your clients and yourself
0: yeah i'm, I'm i can do yeah i'm quite a, a fan of uh one one at the moment i use it this morning actually with my clients as well as um a little so, so triple sets so three exercises and you do each one for 30 seconds and then you have a 30 second rest right so overall it's two minutes um, be three different exercises, then rest and then go again and do that maybe five or six times. Um, it's a nice one to do as because it is hit training, it is high intensity interval training, but it isn't the whole workout right? because that, that wouldn't be enough in my eyes. So what I would do with my client is warm, up, warm them up, then do that either before or after their main set of um, squats or their main set of upper body work to increase their overall oxygen deficit, increase the calorie burn, um, but also increase the overall muscle fatigue as well.
1: Mm, nice. So it's kind of like a finisher.
0: Yeah, either a finisher or a primer.
1: Oh, I like it. Yeah. A primer or a finisher. Uh, so you do, how long is each, so you say it's two minutes altogether, or is it two minutes each exercise?
0: It's two minutes including rest, so it's 30 seconds per exercise. There's three exercises, then a 30-second rest. So ah, nice. the exercises, for example, that I did with the client this morning, um, a clean and press for thirty seconds, uh, followed by um, like a, a a box jump for thirty seconds, followed by jump lunges.
1: Oh, nasty!
0: Then rest for thirty seconds.
1: Cool. And is this quite an advanced client, or what level are they?
0: Now, this client, I've been training for just over two months. Um, she hasn't really done a lot of training beforehand, but she used to be a dancer. So she's got body awareness and she's got, she's got good motor skills. She moves well. So I would say with her that her, her, um, skill level has, has, she's had a fast acceleration of, of growth. She's really learned things very quickly. Um, but I would probably only do this with someone who'd been training for a long time. uh, Well, competent enough to be able to do the clean and press safely with that intensity level high. Um, and the box yeah. jumps and the lunges because when you're busting it when you're pushing yourself and you're doing high intensity interval training your joints and your posture need to be cared for and if you haven't got the basic technique then you shouldn't be doing that exercise at that level because it could be dangerous
1: yeah and that's a, that's a great um point to mention uh, in terms of the safety concerns with HIIT training uh, so if you've had a sedentary kind of lifestyle if you haven't done a lot of physical activity recently you definitely want to increase your aerobic fitness before you take on we're basically talking about anaerobic fitness so yeah you want to get that aerobic base and like you said with your dancer she has good body awareness and we can we can think we have good body awareness but when actually someone looks at our, our body they see things differently to how we feel so you you really want to get if you're learning some complex moves and trying some um, some of these advanced techniques you want to get someone to to check your technique especially if you're doing things like you said, clean and press box jumps um Plyometric work, which is jumping, and even just get a coach or a trainer just to go through it with you one session and just make sure your technique's all good because it is advanced training and you don't want to hurt yourself and and put yourself off. And so, you know, medical clearance if you need it, if you've got any existing conditions, um, and definitely establish like a foundational level of fitness before you before you take it on because it is it is tough like it's yeah
0: there's
1: no doubt about it it's it's nasty
0: yeah and and it will always be that that way no matter what fitness level you are because you should always be hitting that that percentage of your heart rate or that intensity level
1: yeah exactly i often have clients say to me cat when is it going to get easier yeah. it's not
0: getting <laughs> easier." <laughs>
1: It never does, because yeah. I just keep taking the intensity up as yeah. you get fitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is important. And people often don't
1: notice that they're getting fitter, and they're like, you know, why are you, Why am I not getting stronger fitter? And I'm like, you so are. Yeah. I just keep cranking your intensity as you get fitter. So, yeah, it's amazing what you can do when you're consistent and you keep keep pushing it.
0: Yeah, for sure. It,
1: will, it definitely, hit training will get your fitness up really fast.
0: And yeah, because when I mean, you can do hit training there's so many ways to move the body you can be doing it with just running you, like you mentioned before you could do it with with um, you could do it in a class you could do it with different complex compound uh, movements you could mix compound movements with more isolating movements as well in terms of muscular um, uh, muscle endurance exercises so there's there's plenty you can do another great thing about hit training is you can do it wherever you want you can do it with yourself in any equipment you can do it in a hotel room you can do it at home in the office it doesn't have to be at a gym
1: yeah that's, that's so great i love body weight training i love uh having things i remember i'm sure i shared on another podcast about when i was in spain and i was so wanting to work out and i had no space and i had um i couldn't couldn't get out of the house and i created this bathroom workout in this really short space and just by utilizing and jumps and plyometrics and things like that, you can really get a great workout in a short period of time. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some of the things that you can do. So you've mentioned um, like triple sets and doing uh, like two minutes and then and repeating round and round. Let's look at all the variables so people can kind of design their own hit, hit programs if they sure. want to. Yeah. Um, so I think the first thing you want to look at in – um like you've mentioned is the different mode so are you going to do body weight uh, are you going to do equipment are you going to do a machine are you going to do a combination so if you've got a piece of paper just write these down so just make a list of all the equipment you've got available to you it might be machines at the gym so you might do your cross trainer rower treadmill bike whatever it is if you don't go to a gym then Think about the equipment you might have access to. So it might be a park bench. It might be a, a sprint, um, sorry, a, a field where you can do sprints. It might be a hill. Uh, think about what you have in your environment or even in your home. Like in, I've got a skipping rope that I hang by my back door and I often go out into the courtyard and, put my music on and just do, do a skipping, but I'll combine it with, uh, with plyometrics. So plyometrics is, is jumping, mm-hmm. basically different types of jumps and things like uh, jump lunges, jump squats, box jumps, anything where you're, you're propelling yourself off the ground and having air under your feet. And so if you don't have any equipment, then you can just use your body. That's fine. Um, you might want to think about getting a kettlebell or getting... Um, Getting, what
0: would you, you know, even a TRX, maybe? Yeah, TRX, um, a uh, medicine ball. Yeah,
1: medicine balls are
0: great. Even a skipping rope. You road. need
1: a lot. Yeah, skipping rope's great. I love skipping ropes because you can take them anywhere. They're so light.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I uh, often give people workouts to do if they're on the road and, if you 're someone who is busy and has to go visiting different places you know on the road um, you can still make progress and, and a lot of people use that as a bit of an excuse to as to why they aren 't making progress because they see the gym as the only place they can do that um, but hit training is a great little thing to be taking with you on the road uh, because you can still create that calorie burn yes okay if you've, if your gym program is to focus on Um, developing your obliques and improving glute strength and and increasing the size of your arms then you know for example then maybe doing the HIIT workout in your hotel room isn't going to necessarily give you that but it will no matter what increase your cardio fitness increase your lactic acid response otherwise making you fitter and it will also make you leaner if of course you're eating well as well
1: yeah absolutely and you can
0: do that and it's always that is always going to help, no matter what your goal i don 't like there's a very small percentage of people that this will not apply to, okay, but most of you listening now would say whatever your goal is, would you like to lose some body fat The answer would be yes, right because we always want to improve our composition by reducing our body fat increasing our lean muscle. And that's, you know, it's a wider assumption that I make because I've yet to meet anyone who's come to me for personal training to put body fat on. Now, of course, in some cases, that <laughs> in some cases, that is the case medically or or whatever. But I'm not talking about that. And, you know, I'm not talking about that. But yeah. look, looking into it, uh, you know, as, as simple as it is, no matter what you're training for, this hit training is something you can do on the road. And it, yeah. it should be in your arsenal. There should be no excuses. You can do it anywhere.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, even if you're wanting to just maintain your body composition, this is going to be a great way to maintain it without spending a lot of time. Yeah. And it is going to really increase your fitness, um, which is going to increase your energy and make you feel great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think we've sold everyone on the idea of doing it. So let's, um, let's keep moving on to... Ways that people can do it. So, if you once you've chosen your mode and mm-hmm. uh, like your whether you're going to use a hill or a, um, jumps or whatever it is, your, your or a combination, hopefully a combination because it's really good for your body to cross train and also good for your mind, and yeah. uh, then it's you want to look at your work to rest ratio. So, the work is on the left, and then you do the colon, and then the, the rest is on the right. So, let's say you choose one to one. Yeah. So this would be either 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Let's say you sprint on the treadmill and then you jump off for 30 seconds. You jump to the side. So that is what we call a one-to-one work-to-rest ratio, which is just pure rest, like you stop. Um, then you may have a active rest. So you might uh, run for 30 seconds and then walk or jog for 30 seconds. And so it's still a one-to-one ratio, but it's a – Uh, work to active rest and then that one-to-one ratio might be two minutes on two minutes off uh, might be 20 seconds on 20 seconds off so you can decide within that one-to-one hundreds of different options that you can do with just that one ratio and there's only one ratio I mean if you actually sit down with a piece of paper if you're getting a bit bored with your workout sit down and write a list of ratios so one-to-one one-to-two one-to-three one-to-four um Probably, I would say, do you agree, Tommy, I wouldn't go probably more than one to five because your intensity would have to be insane yeah. to do kind of more than that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't think I've ever given anyone more than a kind of like a <laughs> one to five ratio, meaning if you did 20 seconds of work, it would be 100 seconds of race. Yeah. So if you were going to do that, your 20 seconds would need to be like off the chain, like crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then then you start with a um, two to one three to one, four to one, five to one, and you can and so all of these are going to have different effects on your body and different effects on uh, on your intensity uh, sorry on your yeah like the intensity is going to feel different depending on the time that you choose and um, Tabata, which i 'm sure most people would have heard of, traditional tabata is a ratio of two to one, so it 's twenty seconds on ten seconds off. Yeah. Um, but then you can modify that and I recommend that you do because there's lots of 2 to 1 is is fairly advanced especially if you're new to it so you might try a 2 to 2 or 1 to 1 ratio 20 seconds on, 20 seconds off which is quite good to ease your way into Tabata if that's something that's um, new to you and then within those ratios you can choose, some sets can be active rest, some can be Um, total rest, and you can even do things like, one of my favourites is um, a sprint, a walk, a jog.
0: Yes, like like 20, 20, 20 kind of approach.
1: Yeah, yeah, do you do that one?
0: Yeah, I I, I do it um, with my clients.
1: Nice, what do they think of
0: it? To to break people into um, traditional Tabata usually, you know, as you just said. Um, because mm. Tabata is great. I mean, Tabata, Tabata is the you know I, I believe it's the name of the the guy who came up with it was either doctor or professor Tabata. Um, yeah. I, I believe he is a Japanese guy who who was coaching. I don't know whether this has been like lost via communication here, but I think it, quote me if I'm wrong, but he was coaching um, uh, winter winter Olympic athletes. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I think that's. Um really high level olympic athletes
0: yeah and it was improving their speed i think it was for the bobsleigh the initial the initial sprint that's right and it was working on the principle of of 20 20 seconds of work 10 seconds of rest for eight rounds
1: do you do that with your clients where you do the eight rounds and you record the number
0: yeah so we do that with when feeling really mean do that with burpees (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so nasty yeah yeah I, I do it a lot with my students and because you you meant to write down the lowest number that someone gets and like someone will go like 10 10 10 10 5 yeah and you've got yeah. to write down five and i just feel i always feel bad um but it's like it's five it's your lowest one uh sometimes i'll just add up all their numbers and and then do it that way yeah, yeah, it's like an accumulative
0: – yeah, sure. I think that's a really cool way to measure your fitness. Like an exercise like a burpee over eight rounds of 20 seconds, you know, you're going to be – because you can do it for, for 20 seconds or even 40 and you could probably use, you know, a good fair bit of oomph there. But when it comes to round round seven, round eight, and oh all, all you want to do is stand up for a bit longer and then you know you've got to go and bring your – You've you've got to get close to the floor. You know, you can almost imagine it like in first person, the floor gets closer, you jump down, (laughs) then you've got to go look at the floor while you push your your legs out and then push yourself back up again. Um, And that that kind of has to happen for another two rounds. That's when you know... (laughs) Um, that you're working at maximal level, you know, and you should be throwing your body around at that point um, to, to push it. So it's a good way to measure your fitness. And, and it could be good, something that you could do maybe at the start of the month and then reevaluate again the next month and see whether you've got fitter as a, pro, as a, as a product of what you've been training. Um, another way to do it with cardio, with the treadmill, uh, which you might have done as well, Kat, is for, for, for beginners tend to put it on a 10 kilometre an hour speed. Um, for more advanced clients, 13. And keep that speed constant, but increase the incline by 2.0 every round. <laughs> so by the end of it, you're on 14.0, which is usually about as high as they go most treadmills, um, but you're still doing the same speed. So the first three or four rounds are quite easy. You run for 20 seconds, you jump your feet to the side for 10, you're back on again for 20, and so on and so forth. But once you pass, the two-minute mark, which is halfway, the intervals start getting very steep. And it's almost like, I don't know if you watched, um, if you had it over in New Zealand or Australia or whether you had the UK version, but it, we had some, something called Gladiators on TV. And there was like in the 90s and there was like this thing at the end called the Travelator, which is like a, an uphill conveyor belt and um, right at the end of this obstacle course, if you like, where they you know race to the finish, the the contestant um, had to the contender, as they were called, had to you know sprint up this conveyor belt, and it kind of reminds me of that every single time. But it is a killer. And it's an awesome fitness workout for, for your anaerobic threshold, for burning lots of calories, creating that oxygen deficit. Um, and it's good fun as well. You know, the amount of clients that I say, right, today we're going to do this, we'll do that, and then we're going to finish with a, a treadmill Tabata. And they're like, what's, what's a treadmill tomato? And I'm like, no, 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 a, a, tre- a, treadmill, a treadmill Tabata. And they're like, okay, yeah, cool, I'm up for that. And you sort of sell it to them, like, right, we're going to do 20 seconds, you're going to put the incline up. And they're like, oh my God, if that means we're going to be on 14. I'm like, yeah, you do the maths you do the most <laughs> but then the amount of clients afterwards who will, will see me you know a week later and go oh i was in the other day and uh i finished i was coming to the end of the workout and i thought i'd do that that treadmill tomato thing again and <laughs> and it was amazing and you know I, I managed to keep going i didn't have to take the speed down i kept it at 13 because people enjoy it you know and it's four minutes and then it's done and it's a great way to yeah. to, ta- to tag it on the end of your workout um to just give it that extra push
1: yeah, it's crazy, and you, you kind of, there's a love-hate thing going on, like I have it and my clients have it, it's like you love it but you hate it, like at yes. the time, I remember um, I had a trainer once that would just go, look, all you have to do is just run, I'm going to set the pace, you just keep going, and so I was just looking straight ahead, trying not to look at what he's doing, and it went up to, this was um, in New Zealand, it went up to 20, so maybe your treadmills are, well, the, uh, are miles, are they?
0: The you you're the speed.
1: The speed. Yeah, no,
0: the speed the speed goes up to twenty, but the incline uh, goes to fifteen. Ah oh, fifteen yeah. But the uh, but with the inter with each one going up two it only manages to get to fourteen. But sometimes in the uh, last one so this is another thing I do because I'm I'm a bit mean. Sometimes on the last round I say, Right, um we're gonna do it on fifteen, because it goes up to fifteen. Then you can max it out. Um and also another little rule that I have with my clients is we always do the last 30 seconds instead of 20 because you'll always finish 10 seconds off of four minutes it'll always be three minutes 50 because you've got that 10 second rest so I always say to them right the last round is 30 seconds go and then they're just like struggling to stay on the treadmill and yeah it's 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 awesome yeah it's so
1: cool you get a really good buzz afterwards like it's not just a like obviously it's a great calorie burning but it's it's like a um, emotional buzz as well like that yeah. that um endorphins is, is cool like you buzz after that in a different way like i am not knocking steady state i love steady state it, it's like i do it all the time it's great for my mind it's great for other things yeah. and i'm an advocate for both styles of training yes but i definitely get a different type of buzz after I do uh, intervals and especially if I'm with people there's something about doing it with people I did a workout with my students it was like a um an amrap and we were yelling like we were yeah. just cranked up the music and we were shouting and it was so amazing like we we're all like on this massive high because we we're just like ah this is so painful but so good it's like a whole different buzz to steady state which is kind of this low kind of um, constant just cool like I love being in that steady state zone I love running and just being in, with the music and that but it's just a different buzz so it's yep. it's cool and I'm not saying and I don't think you're saying either Tommy that it's like um, the be all end all and, no. and get rid of other other methods it's just another way um, but I love how creative you can be with it yes. like the, the options are just insanely limitless
0: yeah and that that 's something that makes it even more special because with hit training with with all this that we 're talking about today, you can change it from week to week and still get a, a, an amazing benefit out of it it's not something that's always going to stay the same. It's like if you're, if you're coming in and you say, right, we've got this new piece of cardio equipment. It's, it's called a Fandango. And what it does <laughs> is, you know, you go on it and you put your level in and then you go on it for 20 minutes. Okay, cool. The first time you use it, you'll be like, right, this is new. This is, this is all right. I get this. Second time, yeah, okay. And then you start to get used to it and it doesn't really change ever. You know, a bike is a bike, a treadmill is a treadmill, a rower is a rower. But if you start to introduce these different rules and these different ways to train, and, you know, there, there's really no boundaries, no limits. You can go on the rower for 200 metres. There's another way of doing HIIT training. Row for 200 metres, then set the the, um, the rest time for a minute, all right? So you've got a minute, but within that minute, you've got to bust out 20 press-ups. So the faster you do your 20 press-ups, the longer rest you get out of that minute, Yeah. Now, yeah. within that minute, you bust out your twenty, your twenty press ups. Then you get your ass back on that rower to do it again. You know, so th- there's so many things you can do. You could, you could, yeah. you could jump. You could um, get off the treadmill. You could do ten tuck jumps and go back on it again. It, it really is whatever you want. You could, if you wanted to, you could um, do the worm. You could, you could do anything. <laughs> you could really get, it's just about moving your body. Um, yeah. You know. <laughs> You you, you could do an Irish jig, whatever works for you.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, just keep moving it. Um, I like how you mentioned that because I'll, I'll just lay out a few things. If people are thinking of creating their own workouts, and there's loads of stuff online, but... If you like, what I do is is often I'll go outside and I'll be like, right, what do I feel like doing? And I've got uh, you know hundreds of exercises in my head, um, but just to have a little bit of a list of categories that exercises fall under, and then you can choose your combination. I often just grab a blank piece of paper and I draw shapes. So I'll draw, um, you know, let's say you draw a triangle, that's three different exercises, like tricep circuit. Uh, you might draw a square and you do. Uh, you might go 20 seconds um, cone to cone, mm-hmm. for example. You might lay down a, actually a square of cones, 20 seconds. You might do sprints. You might do lateral. You might do um, kind of just like a an ice skater type thing. Mm-hmm. And then you might go the next cone and do – or you might go each cone has a certain amount of reps or each cone has – a number, you know, thirty. Uh, sorry, a time, thirty seconds, twenty seconds, whatever it is. Um, you might do a zigzag. You just draw a zigzag on your page, and you just think, right, I'm going to do that there, that there, that there. Well, I'm going to sprint down here, and you just do a zigzag. You might do a um, like a, a shuffle. Uh, sorry, a shuttle. So you go, okay, I'm going to run to the line. I'm going to do five of something, run back to the line, run to the next line, do ten of something, run back. Fifteen, twenty. 20. So you can do like what we call ascending uh, or descending type ladders yep. where you your reps go up and down, or they might just ascend or just descend, or you might have like um, a pyramid. So you go up and then down.
0: Yep.
1: One of the things that actually got me into hip training was um, have I talked to you about Body for Life? How I did that? I
0: think no. it was like
1: 2004. It's like a 12 a week challenge, body transformation challenge. And they had a 20-minute interval training workout that you did. Right. And it was a pyramid. <clears throat> so you have four um, spikes, and each each minute you're climbing. So let's say you're on the treadmill. You might go um, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, and then back to 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. And you do that four times. Mm-hmm. And so each minute's getting harder, 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 and then you drop back, and it's climbing, climbing, climbing. And I just kind of took that, and then just started messing with it. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it the other way around. I'm going to go 10, 12, and just start going backwards. Um, but you can do kind of anything within yeah. those ranges. You could go 18 12. You could go, um, you could go 6, 10, 20. Like you just yep. can try. So yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit.
0: Yeah, and you can you can use your imagination, which brings it in, makes it fun, um, and engaging, and different each time.
1: Yeah, and just all you need. So, um, like I said, just write some shapes down. Oh, sorry, draw some shapes, and then write your write your work to rest ratios, and then just write your mode, write down your modes, your equipment, your um, different ways you can train, and then a few other things you can do is you could write a list of things like okay, what what are all the jumps I can think of? What are all the kicks I can think of? What are all the the knees I can think of? So it might be mountain climbers and high knees or um, elbow-to-knee jumps. Uh, And then you might think, what can I do laterally? So I can do ice skaters, I can do side shuttles, I can do side sprints. And you just write it all down and then think, right, I'm going to just make this cocktail, like this recipe of my own just cool... Combination of all this stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That, I mean, it's, it's a mashup, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can do whatever you want. But I, like you said, I think it's cool, Tommy. If you do something once a month that is the same, and so you can you can test. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Keep an eye. Keep an eye on your progress.
1: Yeah. So one thing is kind of always the same that you can. Yeah. Keep as a. What is it? It's like a. A benchmark
0: yeah like to to track it mm, we should put sure. some of these on the uh on facebook
1: yeah we'll put some ideas up and if you want other ideas feel free to email us because i'm sure you've got loads Tommy. i mean i've been training for 20 years and i've got loads of stuff yeah. i've written up and um, feel free to email us if you want some other ideas or some some things sent to you. So my email is info at catmiller.com, which is K-A-T-M-I-L-L-A-R.com.
0: Yeah, and uh, for me, you can get hold of me, tommy at tommygentleman.com. Um, just send me an email if, if you want, guys, and we can um, talk about it. But, yeah, we are always welcome to comment on our Facebook page as well, everybody.
1: Yeah, it's good to share on there so other people can benefit and can learn – um, we really want to give you lots of practical things that you can do straight away. And we'd also love to hear more of your questions. We've had a few questions on the on the Facebook page this week that yep. we're going to answer in our nutrition um, episode. Yes. So thank you for those. We'll definitely be answering those and, and discussing what, what you've put up there. So, yeah, do keep engaging with us. We love hearing from you. We really want to – make this as relevant to you guys as possible
0: yep yep absolutely and if you're into hit training at the moment then you hopefully have just increased your desire to go out and do that next workout with a few fresh ideas perhaps and if you've never done it before then that is awesome because it means that you've got this whole world of fun and um, fast gain some progression ahead of you if you just get it into your weekly routine even if it's just a couple of times a week um, in different various forms it will benefit your overall result
1: yeah and i was gonna say just um on that because it is so intense it's good to you don't want to do it every day that's for sure you, it needs a longer recovery so yeah. two to three times a week is good and keep up your other training on the other days and um, your recovery sessions and your, your yeah. other weight sessions and things like that but um yeah. yeah
0: that's a very 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 good point Kat I'd just like to elaborate on that a little bit it you, you mentioned earlier about it not being the be all and end all. There are a lot of programs out there that you can do, um, whether it's like uh, in your local gym or local hall or with uh, with your local trainer or even if it's something that you that you're doing online or through your TV. Um, look, Kat and I will both agree we've been training long enough now. We've been training people long enough now that you've got to do your fundamental training. You know, this doesn't excuse any of that. It's just an addition. It's like another way to accelerate your results and to um, become the best version of you. If you are... Looking to do HIT training, just incorporate it into your bread and butter training, the stuff that you do all the time, um, rather than going full on with like a do it every day, five days a week type thing, because it will be too stressful on your body, on your joints. You might get injured, but also there are, there are so many other things that it doesn't do and you need to make sure that you're covering all your bases. So, yeah, it's important that we mention that too, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's it. And uh, like I said, it's great to get your technique checked out by someone in person. Uh, I also, with my online programs, I write programs for people, but the, the, a lot of people also uh, will send me videos so I can look at their technique. So even if you don't have a, a trainer in your area or at the gym you go to that you that you feel that you want to employ, there are you know online options as well. Yeah, with us. To, um, yeah, to check check technique and. Um, to just keep getting new ideas as well uh, I've got one one lady who's been working with me for a couple of years and um, she just she's like I can't believe you keep coming up with new stuff but <laughs> the, like we talked about today when you look at all the different variables I love creating new programs and uh, I enjoy it where she she's like I'm happy for you to just do it for me so yeah, yeah. if you want to kind of you know done for you then yeah just g- jump online and, and have a look at our online
0: yeah, absolutely. Programs as well. We're happy to help.
1: Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And um, we'd love you to share with people who you think would be benefit uh, that this would be beneficial. So if you could share um, facebook.com forward slash transformation code and, um, yeah, all, all your shares and engagements really do help us to, to make the podcast um, go further. So we appreciate it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Get on board and um, subscribe to us on iTunes also so that you can get our instant um, episodes instantly on your phone or, or your, your computer or whatever it is you're using to listen to us. And we will look forward to speaking to you again. Of course, if you have any questions, just drop us a message. We are ready to answer your questions and we want to hear from you too. Um, so stay tuned and we'll be talking to you again soon. So that's all from myself. And Kat, thanks a lot. It's been awesome sharing this podcast with you again.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tommy. I feel like going and doing a hit session. Yes, smash it. uh, But
0: it's like, what, (laughs) one o'clock in the morning for you or something? (laughs) It's
1: like the middle of the night. Yeah. So I'll do one tomorrow.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe we'll let you off that then.
1: Thanks, mate. All right. Good to talk to you. We'll talk to you guys again soon.
0: See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.